Hello and welcome to the first episode of Books in Motion, where I talk about books that have been made into movies, the differences between them, and why the director decided to change parts of the book into the movie, controversy, and opinions. This week's episode is about Harry Potter, the book that kids grew up with, and the first thing I would like to talk about is the controversy, witchcraft. Yes, parents believe that Harry Potter is teaching their children witchcraft. Mm, Let me explain. So, as I have been doing research on this, I wrote down a few notes that I would like to remember to say. So, apparently, some students would bring the novels home from school and their parents took them away because they believed that the books were teaching their children witchcraft. And, you know, in the books, there's spells, there's potions, and there's magical creatures, and there's just a bunch of other stuff. I can kind of see why the parents would want to do that, take their books away. Um, and apparently, from research, some parents believed that the stories of the incantations legitimized the idea of practicing witchcraft and they believe they targeted young children who didn't have a biblical teaching now divination and witchcraft is actually in the bible and it states that from deuteronomy chapter 18 verses 10 to 12 quote let no one be found among you who sacrifices his son or daughter in the fire who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or is a medium, or a spiritist, or who consults with the dead. End quote. And I think it's really funny, because as I was reading that quote, I realized that there is a whole class about divination. Now, I don't remember who the teacher is who teaches that class, But it got me thinking about just the classes, because I don't know if you've realized this or not, but part of the differences between part of the differences between the book and the movie of the Sorcerer's Stone is that the classes that Harry Potter takes are more present in the book than they are in the movie. And one of those is his divination class. And it just got me thinking. What was she trying to teach? She was trying to teach them to look into the future. You know, you have the the tea leaves in the teacup and whatever comes out is going to be your future. I can kind of see how people would believe that, like, they have magical powers and if they just move around tea leaves that they can, you know, it's sort of like palm reading. You look at the, you look at the lines on the palm of your hand and obviously, like, you just know or Like, you look at somebody else's palm, and you see what lines there are, and then all of a sudden from those lines, you can deduce that they work on a farm, or, like, they're really smart, they work with their hands. Like, I can kind of see why parents didn't really want their children to read those things and believe they're actually true. For me, believe what you want. I don't really care. If you're happy doing it, then so be it. Now, casting spells. That is a big part of the Harry Potter world, is casting spells. 
and there are tons of different spells and you can literally look all up all of the spells test yourself on them you know just see what the um what the wand pattern is and you can do a lot more than just say an incantation and just whip your um play with your wand and cast a spell i just think that you know let your children have an imagination. You know, they're going to grow up one day and they're no longer going to be reading books. They're going to be watching movies and watching YouTube on their phone. And this is me included. I haven't read all of the Harry Potter books. It has been a long time since I have, but I have somewhat recently in the past couple of years rewatched the Harry Potter films and it hasn't bothered me. I watched it just for the fun and the imagination and I just, I love animals and seeing all the creatures that, you know, your imagination can come up with and the spells that they can use, it really makes me feel like there you can create a whole other world out there. And when Halloween I was Harry Potter, even though I'm a girl and I wear glasses, yeah, it was, um, I didn't have the whole entire outfit down, down to the lightning bolt scar, but I had my own wand, and I had my robe, and I had glasses, so I was like, I'm gonna be Harry Potter, because I loved that movie. Their parents also realized that in the movies, it showed children breaking school rules, and if you don't know, I'm sure you do, if you've ever heard your children talking about it or if you've read or seen the movies yourself that house points are awarded for good behavior and house points can be taken away for bad behavior and at the end of the first movie everybody Neville Longbottom, Harry Potter, Hermione Granger and a few others are awarded house points which ultimately lead to the winning of the um cup for um their school for their um for like Gryffindor and parents were worried because they see that breaking the school rules but because their actions save the day they are not punished but rather rewarded and they believe that the ex ethics of that is just not good like why would you want to teach your children that even if you do the most horrible thing in the world yet at the end of the day that their actions actually were worth it that you should reward them for it instead of teaching them that you know you can't do bad things even if your actions at the end of the day end up you know saving somebody or it ends up being a good outcome like they just didn't believe that that was good for um their kids to be watching and see that and think that they can do it themselves now there is a lot of differences between the books and the movies. For the U.S., the book is the movie is called um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, but I know in the U.K. or in Europe, I think that it's called Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. So I'm going to be talking about the differences, like I've said before. So it's sort of like watching YouTube and seeing those videos where it says did you catch this and it just happens to like 
the parents say something in the background and the parent the kids don't realize what they just said and it's kind of like ironic so i'm going to be listing some differences from the movie and the book and let's see if you can recognize or some of these sound familiar to you the invisibility cloak the cloak that makes you invisible it is used more in the books than it is in the film classes harry potter takes are more present in the book than in the movie this one is going to be pretty easy to uh pretty easy to recognize if you've seen the movie dumbledore uses his deluminator five times in the film but in the book he uses it 12 times and when i say uses clicks it the reference to where hagrid got his motorbike in the book he reveals the young sirius black gave it to him in the movie there is no reference when hagrid tells harry the story of his parents in the book, he tells him on the island in the sea where they stay because Harry's house, more his aunt and uncle's house, has been flooded with letters from the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. And his aunt and uncle had, don't want anything to do with it, so they moved to the island on the sea. On the island in the sea. In the movie, he tells Harry in the Leaky Cauldron. When he, when Harry hears that Slytherins go bad, he hears it from Hagrid in Diagon Alley in the book. But in the film, he hears it from Ron during the sorting ceremony. And I specifically remember that part when I read that. I could immediately think of the scene that they were talking about. In, at the end of the book, Quirrell dies and Harry is unconscious. But in the movie, he watches him die. When Harry, Ron, and Hermione reunite. In the book, they reunite in the hospital wing. But in the movie, excuse me, in the movie, they reunite at the top of a staircase. Did you recognize any of them? You probably recognized some more than others, but I think a lot of these can be found if you just really look for them. If you rewatch it, you'll say, oh yeah, I remember that part. Now, I couldn't exactly find a lot of research on why the directors decided to keep some parts of the in the book in the movie, but I will say that honestly, before I even started telling you the differences, I bet you didn't even know that there were differences because I guarantee you nobody watched nobody. <laughs> Nobody reads all the books and then watches the movies. And nobody remembers every single part of each movie and remembers, wait, that wasn't in the book. Or, wait, that's in the movie too? I know I don't. But I just look for the story. And honestly, I think it's kind of cool when people tell you that, oh, you know, this part is actually not in the book and blah, 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 and that's why. I think it's kind of cool. Because it makes you think. And it makes reading so much more fun because you can... I think it's just kind of fun to see the difference. Now, 
If I could say why directors keep parts of the book in the movie and take out some parts or just don't mention anything, I think it's just because they have only a certain amount of time to keep everything and to tell the story. And, you know, there's so many parts of each book. Each book keeps on getting longer, so the movies have to cram more and more things in. I think that, uh, I think the directors did a good job on the first movie. It's something that I can watch over and over again and not get old. And I know lots of people who can quote some movies, some parts of movies at least, word by word. And I know that's true for a lot of TV shows as well. I've seen so many videos of people just playing the scene in front of us on YouTube and then behind your their computer they start saying their lines with them. And I think that's so cool because <laughs> it's like a secret talent that someone has. It's like, yeah, I can say the line that this character said. And even though they said 50 lines, I've watched it so many times that I just memorized it. I think it's so cool. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed this episode of Books in Motion, Harry Potter style. And I hope that... You've formed some of your own opinions, and maybe you'll go back and watch the movies again and read the books and see if you can figure out more differences in both of them. Thank you for tuning in to Books in Motion. I hope to have you back next time. <laughs>